Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Both Sides of the Story The Gym A short story written and narrated by Robert Fairhead from the Tall and True Writers website. The Gym, England, 1993. Come on, Winnie, push. Winston arched his back and strained against the bar. Push. The muscles in Winston's arms and chest burned. He closed his eyes and let out a primal roar. And fully locked his arms. The weights rattled for a moment before Winston steadied the bar. Yes, shouted the trainer and helped guide the bar onto the bench press rests. Well done, Winnie. That's a PB. Winston sat up and smiled. Sweat streamed down his face. He savoured its bitter sweet taste on his lips and waited for his lungs to stop heaving for oxygen. Man, that felt good, Winston said, standing up and swinging his arms in wide stretching circles. What's next? he asked the trainer. Have a break for a few minutes. Catch your breath. Rehydrate and I'll set up your last weights. Okay, champ? Winston fist-bumped his trainer, who handed him a towel, and he headed to the rest area. As he walked through the gym, wiping the sweat from his body, Winston eyed his pumped-up muscles in the full-length mirrors lining the walls. He paused and struck a bodybuilder pose in front of the mirror. Looking good. Winston smiled at himself and carried on to the rest area. You want a drink, Winnie? asked the gym attendant behind the counter. Yeah, something cold. Refreshing and light, Winston replied. I've got one set to go. The attendant nodded. When's your next big race? He inquired, reaching into the fridge for a sports drink. World Indoor Championships, in two weeks, Winston responded, giving his brow a final rub with the towel. Reckon you'll do okay? The attendant asked, placing the drink bottle on the counter. Winston's eyes narrowed. He grabbed the bottle, unscrewed the top, and took a long, slow sip before answering. Not only am I going to do okay, he said, emphasising his words with a pointed finger. I'm going to win, and I'm going to set a new world record. The attendant blushed. Sorry, Winnie, I didn't mean to... uh, Um, it's cool, man. Winston cut him off mid-apology and smiled. No offence taken. He turned away and carried his drink to a table on the far side of the rest area. A vein in his temple throbbed. Not from the bench press but with seething anger. Winston had lied. He had taken offence. When would people have more faith in him? Hadn't he proved himself a champion? When would he get the respect he deserved? Winston rubbed the vein in his temple and reflected on the source of his unpopularity. He blamed the media. Too often newspapers headlined the darker side of his life, relegating his successes to the inside back pages. It was the same with the TV news. Winston had been a latecomer to international athletics, but like his races, he'd made up ground on his rivals fast. That's how he lived life, fast. As a kid, Winston had regularly won inter-school competitions. Teachers encouraged him to join an athletics club, but young Winston hadn't needed a track to perfect his sprinting. Running from the cops gave him all the practice he needed to win those schoolboy races. And then, one day, 
After snatching a handbag, his speed and luck failed him. Winston tripped and fell. Bloody hell, son. You're quick, the panting cop had told him, slapping cuffs on his wrists. You ought to put your talent to good use. You're wasting it in crime. As he'd done with his teachers, parents, and even the parish priest, all of whom had said the same thing at one stage or another, Winston sneered at the cop's advice. They were establishment figures, and the gang he hung out with hated the establishment. His life of crime would have continued, and likely escalated. But on that day, the cop put Winston in a holding cell with a busted-faced ex-boxer. You want to end up like me, boy? The old man had asked him. If I'd stayed out of trouble, I could have been a world champion. I could have earned millions. Instead, I spent the best years of my life in jail, using my fists to fight for smokes. Wise up, boy. You've got a gift from God. Use it. The judge handed down a suspended sentence with a last chance warning. Winston masked his contempt for the judge, but heeded his old cellmate and joined an athletics club. To his surprise and frustration, he wasn't an instant success. He needed coaching and a disciplined approach to fitness, diet and mental preparation. You want to be the fastest? The athletics coach had told him. You need to be the strongest. Winston grudgingly listened to his coach. He followed the training program joined a gym, and was soon dominating regional track events and attracting the attention of national talent spotters. When he debuted internationally, the newspapers nicknamed him the Meteor, as much for his meteoric rise in athletics as for his scorching speed on the track. But despite his new life and fame, Winston did not sever links with his old gang, and his occasional brushes with the law still made more news than his triumphs on the track. It left him angry and determined to be stronger and faster. Winston left the empty drink bottle on the table for the attendant to clean up and walked back to the weights area. He had rested too long and felt tight, so he stretched and warmed up in front of the mirrors. Winston flexed his limbs and smiled at the bulk and definition of his muscles. He liked the powerful image in the mirror and the thought that after the worlds, he would be on the front page of the newspapers and on the TV. The hours he'd spent training, his diet, his mental preparation, his strength and conditioning would come together in a few blistering seconds on the track. It would all be worthwhile, even the risks he'd taken in the gym, to finally gain the respect he deserved from the media and public, and the establishment. Winston noticed his trainer nodding at him in the gym mirror. Looking good, champ. Feeling good, man, Winston responded, tensing his body and flexing his biceps. And in two weeks, he added, I'll be on top of the world. Hi, I'm Robert Fairhead from Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writer's Website. I wrote both sides of the story in 1994 for the Ian St. James Awards. The inspiration for my story was the 1993 Phil Collins hit song of the same name. As it is now, the news back then was full of stories about bad people for whom the general public including me, felt little sympathy. However, after watching the Phil Collins Both Sides music video on MTV and its juxtaposed scenes of violence and backstories, I wondered if I could show both sides of the news in a short story. Both sides of the story consists of four self-contained vignettes, with a fifth piece to tie together and resolve the larger short story. The Gym, set in England in 1993, is the fourth vignette. In 1994, 
the memory of Ben Johnson's doping disgrace at the 1988 Seoul Olympics was still fresh in our collective memory, and more athletes had fallen from grace at the 1992 Barcelona Olympics, including Britain's Jason Livingston, nicknamed Baby Ben. The gym is not their story, nor that of any other athlete banned for doping, but it is an attempt to imagine why they might risk doping, or, as Phil Collins would say, to see both sides of the story. Thanks for listening to this episode of Tall and True Short Reads. You can read all my short stories, blog posts, and other writing at tallandtrue.com. You can also buy my ebook collection of both sides of the story from the Amazon Kindle and Kobo Online bookstores. The next episode and fifth piece from both sides of the story, Bad News, will be released shortly. In the meantime, please check your podcast feed for earlier episodes and other short stories. And follow or subscribe to the podcast and rate and review it via your favourite listening app. It helps other listeners find the podcast. And please support this podcast by telling your family and friends about Tall and True Short Reads and the Tall and True Writers website. <laughs>